most of us have in our lives Jesus places. These are the rooms in our lives Jesus is welcome to go in. Dr. Tony Evans says we won't really experience spiritual power until we unlock all the doors for Christ. Jesus must be free to visit every room in the house. He must be free to make himself at home. This is The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans, author, speaker, senior pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas, Texas, and president of The Urban Alternative. Knowing God and really experiencing Him are two different things. Today, Dr. Evans explores how we can move from knowing to experiencing and the great benefit in doing so. Let's turn to Ephesians chapter 3 as he begins. There was a lady who lived way out in the boondocks, way, 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 way out in the boondocks, and they finally were able to get electricity to where she lived. She hadn't had electricity, but now they were able to run the cable to get her the power. When they ran the cable and turned on her power, they noticed something after months that very little of the power that had been run to her home and to her property was being used. She had the power, but she wasn't apparently utilizing it. So they wanted to try to discover what was going on or whether there was a problem because when they viewed what was being used, it was very little. They went to her door. One of the representatives from the electric company knocked on it and said, ma'am, are you using your electricity here that we've run to your property? Oh, she says, well, yes. Well, yes, I, I use it. She says, well, our indication is that you're not using it. Oh, She says, oh, absolutely, I use it. Well, could you tell me how, how you're using it? Oh, she, she said it's very simple. When it begins to get dark, I turn on the lights long enough to light my kerosene lamps. And then I turn it off. I'm sure you would agree with me, this lady didn't understand the use of the power. She had it, but she wasn't maximizing it. She wasn't getting all out of the power that the power was designed to deliver. We sing songs about power. We say there's power in the blood and we call it wonder-working power. We sing songs about all the deposits that God has made in us, yet so many of us seem so powerless. So when we talk about knowing God, we're not asking you how many verses have you memorized. We're not asking you how many theological concepts have you mastered. Those have their place. But when we talk about knowing God, we're asking you how intimate have you and he become? How close? When's the last time you've experienced him? And even when's the last time he's experienced you? When we become intimate with God, it is not a vague concept that you have to go locate. A conceptual concept that you have to make up in your mind it becomes an experiential reality because it produces results. When God is known as he wants to be known, when God is known, experienced, as he wants to be experienced, 
The result is power that you did not experience before, you now are experiencing. The Apostle Paul introduces this section with verse 13, and he makes this statement. He says, therefore, I ask you not to lose heart. To lose heart means to become discouraged, despondent, quit, give up, throw in the towel. I can't take it anymore. That's to lose heart. I'm sure you would concur with me that there is a lot today to lose heart over. It might be a financial situation. It might be a relationship. It might be a health concern. It might be a career, a loss of a job. It could be any number of things. It could be emotional distress. But your get up and go has gotten up and gone. And you've lost heart. He's writing to the Christians at the church at Ephesus. These are saved people. He calls them saints. But he's concerned because they're losing heart because even Christians lose heart. In fact, just this week, I have talked to so many in one scenario or another who either have thrown in the towel, want to throw in the towel because they're losing heart. They're tired. They're weary. They're worn. That was a situation at Ephesus or at Oak Cliff. Pick your church. And even though we have become professionals at looking the part, the reality is if there were exposure of the soul, it would be clear that losing heart, despondency, has become the order of the day. This concern by Paul leads him to one of the great prayers of the New Testament, maybe even the greatest prayer, depending on your perspective in the New Testament. Because he says in verse 14, for this reason I bow my knees before the Father, because I know you're getting ready to quit on me. I bow my knees before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. Let me pause there. He says, because of this propensity of losing heart, I drop down to my knees. In the Bible, when somebody dropped down to their knees to pray, it meant this was serious prayer. This was a humbling kind of prayer. I'm going low. And I bow my knees to the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. Now, I've got good news for you. There's one Father, but many families. He says, every family, he's referring to Christians. He's talking to the church at Ephesus derives its name. So before we even get into the passage, I want you to understand you bear your father's name. So if you're losing heart, it's the same daddy and he loves all his little children because you bear the family name. It's our father who art in heaven and you bear his name. Therefore, he's concerned and conscious of the fact you're struggling with a heart, with a despondency, with a discouragement with a defeat that is owning you. But that leads him to a prayer. And here's his prayer. I pray that verse 16, he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with power through his spirit in the inner man. 
He says, I'm praying that God gives you some power. But is he talking about calling down fire from heaven? Is he talking about uh, being able to uh, fly? Is he talking about uh, uh, being able to snap your fingers and like a magician make a bird come out of your hand or your cuff? Or, or What is he talking about? No, he's talking to people who lose their heart. So guess what kind of power he's referring to? He's talking about power to no longer allow your circumstances to own you. He's talking about power to deal with a losing heart situation. Now I know we like to talk about power, 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 but he's not using power in some vague general word. He's talking to weak people who need to be strengthened because of what they're going through. But the problem is they don't have the power to make the trip. They don't have the power to get out of the situation. They don't have the power to reverse the scenario. They don't have the power to overcome the situation. They don't have the power to deal with the pain. They don't have the power to ascertain the answer. They feel so powerless and they're losing heart. That's his context. He says, my prayer for the struggling amongst us is that God will strengthen you with power but I want the location of the strengthening to be by his spirit in the inner man what he's saying is that the answer to the thing that's causing you to lose heart is not outside of you it's not changing the situation. Now, don't get me wrong. Everybody wants things to be better. There's nothing wrong with that. But what he's saying is the power to change something as far as your succumbing to it, losing heart, is based by the Spirit's work in the inside of you. When we are losing heart about a situation, we want out of the situation. We want escape. Whatever is causing the pain, that's natural. Nothing wrong with that. But the problem is we don't know when that's possible. We don't know when that's going to be happening. But we still have to live, survive, function, go to work, raise a family. We've still got to be what we're supposed to be. But how can you be what you're supposed to be when you have no strength to be it? You need power. Dr. Evans will have more on trying to operate without power when he continues our message in just a moment. First, though, today's lesson is part of a collection of messages from Tony called You Are Stronger Than You Think. The sermons included in this series were specially selected to help you recognize that you're not alone in your journey, that you can tap into God's power, help, and guidance to give you purpose and hope and the ability to overcome life's challenges and difficulties. You can get your own copy of all six full-length messages in this series on either CD or downloadable MP3s, including some material we won't have time to present on the air. This collection is our gift to you, and thanks for helping to bring Tony's messages to this station through your donation to The Alternative. You can make the arrangements at TonyEvans.org. And when you do, we'll send you an added bonus, a copy of Prayers to Share. It's a special book that includes 100 pass-along kindness notes you can use to lift up and brighten someone else's day. Get both of these resources when you visit TonyEvans.org. 
or when you call 1-800-800-3222 and let one of our helpful team members assist with your request. That 24-7 phone number once again is 1-800-800-3222. I'll repeat that contact information for you at the conclusion of today's message. Right now, let's get back to Dr. Evans. When I got up this morning, I noticed that there was no power left in my cell phone. So I couldn't call out and nobody else could call in because there was an absence of power. I could push the buttons harder and try really hard to get this cell phone working. No matter how hard I tried, I wouldn't change it because my problem was on the inside. I had an uncharged battery. So no matter what my external efforts were to make my capacity to talk on the phone better, they were doomed to failure and I was doomed to frustration unless something got charged in the inner casing. Absence of an internal charge meant more frustration for external activity. But when I put the charger on, electrical current passed through the cord into the battery and my external capacity adjusted to my new internal reality. A lot of us who are losing heart are making ourselves more frustrated by trying to change the external when there's been no adjustment on the internal. And we wonder why there's no power, no signal, nothing happening. He says, my prayer, while you're losing heart and while you're running around frantically, is that you will get power in the inner man so that, stick with me here, verse 17, Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith and that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints the breadth, the length, the height, and the depth. The word dwell, the Greek word dwell means to make yourself at home. Most of us have a welcome sign outside of our door. When a person comes into this welcoming environment, we have the famous phrase, make yourself at home. It would be more correct to say, make yourself at room meaning the room I take you to. That, you get that room and the bathroom. Those are your two rooms. We do not mean you can go all back in my bedroom. You can go back in my closets. You can go all... We, we don't mean that when we say make yourself at home. That is the furthest from our mind. We're being polite. We're not being honest. See, most of us have in our lives Jesus places. These are the rooms in our lives Jesus is welcome to go in. He can go in this room because that room's clean. He can go into this room because I've tidied that room. Jesus, you're welcome here. But if you want power, he says, Jesus must be free to visit every room in the house. He must be free to make himself at home. He must be free to go into the dirty garage where you play with the toys, the library <laughs> where the information of the mind is situated, the living room where the fellowship of the friends 
is taking place. He, he needs freedom to go into the room. Why? Because he will only address what he has access to. When you've been in heaven 100 quadzillion years, at the end of that time, at the end of 100 quadzillion years, the number you can't even imagine, you will have just been introduced to God. That will be your introductory years. Why? Because God is inexhaustible and infinite, which means he has no concluding point. But to give you a point of reference, look at how long man has been on the earth. And we have not come to the end of the galaxy in which we are now located. Well, God created not only our galaxy, God created every galaxy that exists and we know there's a lot that exists and we can't get to the end of ours. So think about all the galaxies that exist. Think about what it would take to get to the end of them and we haven't gotten to the end of ours. And God is greater than the sum total of all the galaxies and all the solar systems. Because he's inexhaustible. So when you've been in heaven 100 quadzillion years, you've been there long enough to say hi. You've been there long enough for a quick introduction. That's why in heaven there'll be no night there. Because God won't even give you sleep time to miss anything. You don't even get to take a nap because you're going to miss something. I mean, for all eternity, you're going to be going, whoa, wow, good, good Lord Almighty. Did you see that? Ah, I can't stand it. <laughs> for all eternity, you're going to be doing that and God will give you a body that won't get tired so you won't miss anything and everything will be new. I mean, that's what you're in for. I don't know where you got your view of heaven, but it's no playing of harps. You're not walking around just, just uh, in this cloud and you're playing a harp and, and howdy how and all of that. I mean, uh, no, 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 no. It is nonstop action forever. Okay, let's just take our solar system. Let's just take the sun, 93 million miles away from the planet. If you were to drive to the sun, if you could get in a car and there was a highway that could lead you to the sun at 100 miles an hour, at 93 million miles away, it would take you without stopping for bathroom break or food break 200 years to make the trip. If you could drive to the sun, it would take you 200 years to get there. And that baby's been firing up ever since creation and hasn't missed the beat because the creator made it. I'm trying to tell you who we're dealing with here. He says, and I want you to know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge. I want you to experience the reality of Christ, of God operating in your life which has no limit. I don't want you to miss out on this, he says. And I know you're losing heart. I know you're tired. I know you're disgusted. I know you're discouraged. But he says so that Christ may dwell on the inside. You being rooted and grounded in this relationship, in love. See, because God's not just after academics. He's after intimacy. So that you being rooted and grounded in love. Until you're filled up with all the fullness of God. 
until you're filled up with all the fullness of God until until God keeps expanding his presence in you because he has room to roam he's got room to roam Dr. Tony Evans talking today about experiencing spiritual power he'll come back with a closing thought after he brings this important invitation salvation redemption and eternal life the bible says by grace are you saved through faith that is god gives it away but he won't let you buy it earn it or go to church or any other religious activity to try to make yourself worthy for it and as a result the bible says god gets the credit and the glory and we don't get to share in it which is why he demands that it's free Not only does this grace save us, but this grace sustains us. So even if you are already a Christian, but you've backslidden, grace is ready to kick in, if you will, and get you steered in the right direction once more. So would you go to God and ask him for the free gift of grace, which he gives away when faith is exercised? You say, well, what do you mean exercising faith? I mean, believing that what Jesus did, he did for you personally. This is not just generic. It has to be personal salvation and personal restoration. So you say to the Lord, I personally received you as my Savior, or I personally return to you as my Deliverer, and I'm looking for your gracious supply to deal with my sin and to give me your salvation. Find out more about what it means to be a real Christian. Visit TonyEvans.org and follow the link at the top that says Jesus. There, Tony will explain everything you need to know, and you'll find some free resources to get your new life started right. What we've been listening to today is part of Tony's powerful compilation of messages called You Are Stronger Than You Think. As I mentioned earlier, we're making this six-lesson collection available to you on CD or digital download, along with the Prayers to Share book, that contains 100 tear-out, pass-along kindness notes. Both of these resources are our gift to you when you help us keep Tony's teaching on this station with your donation to the ministry. Just visit TonyEvans.org to get your copy of this exclusive package. You'll find a link with all the details right on the homepage. Again, that's TonyEvans.org or call 1-800-800-3222 and let one of our friendly team members assist. Our resource center is open 24-7, so call any time. Again, that's 1-800-800-3222. A quick reminder that Tony's sermons can now be heard entirely in Spanish through our new mobile app, Tony Evans in Español. It's free to download from the app stores. Be sure to let your Spanish-speaking friends and relatives know. Just look for Tony Evans in Español. God has unlimited power. We have continuing needs. It literally seems like a match made in heaven. On Monday, more from Dr. Evans on why so many believers aren't benefiting from that connection. Right now, though, he's back to wrap up today's lesson. Again, he's in the third chapter of Ephesians. Now, the verse everybody wants to get to is verse 20. That's the one we quote. That's the one we love. That's the one we, we throw out there when we want to sound spiritual. Now to him who can do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. That'll get you a shout. But listen to what he's saying. He's talking to people losing heart. That verse has to do with you discouraged people here today. With you defeated people here today. That has to do with people who are tired and weary. And who see no hope in their circumstance. 
He's, uh, he's talking about power for losing heart, people. Now unto him. He points us upward to God. And the first thing he says is who's able. He's able. For those of you who've been beat down by life, he's able. Because that's who he's talking to. Losing heart folk. The best news I can give you today, or maybe you don't need it today, but you'll need it tomorrow. He's able. The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans is brought to you by The Urban Alternative and is made possible by the generous contributions of listeners like you. 